Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it may be that you're joining us. Welcome to All That and a Bag of Chips, where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were All That and a Bag of Chips. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Ethan. Hello, hello. On today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about 8 Mile. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things with yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready, to play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgia trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. All right, we are back. Like Sam mentioned, this week we are talking about 8 Mile. Uh, before we get into that, Sam, tell us how you grew up this week. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> boy, boy, did I grow up this week. Um, I tore my Achilles playing flag football this week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eight-year-old Sam took one step off the line of scrimmage and popped his Achilles. So, um Done with a lot of sports that I like to do. Yeah. And you have to find laid up for a while. Yeah. Surgery's on Friday. Surgery's on Friday. And then I'm going to splint non weight bearing for six weeks. And then I start rehabbing at like week eight. Good Lord. Yeah. How are you going to teach PE with no leg? My little scooter. I got a knee. No. I got I have a knee scooter. Oh no, you're gonna be scooting around the gym. Yes. Teaching kids how to play basketball. Oh man, that's that's funny. Oh yeah, I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be um, a lot of energy. It's gonna I'm gonna be exhausted. But that uh yeah, so it was an eventful week anyway. Um, we had to relocate Franklin's daycare for a couple reasons. So right as we made a switch to having the boys at two separate daycares, um, now Jenny is driving them both. You know, it's not ideal. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, part of growing up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, the ultimate grow up. Yeah. is. Tearing your Achilles off the freaking bone. Playing uh, recreational <laughs> flag football games. Oh, man. I haven't even tried to play like any rec league flag football in years just because I know something would pop. Yeah. Hindsight. <laughs> um, I grew up this week. Um, I have started watching BoJack Horseman. Oh, that shows funny. I like it a lot. I'm into the second season now. Um, and it's, it's really good. It's really funny. Um, a couple times it's made me just laugh out loud. Um, and it's also the kind of poignant, like there's some really sad parts and some very serious parts that they also do. There is. Um, but yeah, it's great. Um, I think there's like six total seasons. So, oh yeah, there's quite a bit. I watched like, um, wait, what is that? I think Sunday. I watched like eight episodes or something. So, you know what? Um, I'm going to start watching that again. I've caught up on Rick and Morty. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, I binged Big Mouth in like three days. Oh, 
I watched like a few minutes or maybe an episode of Big Mouth. It's kind of weird. Isn't it the one where like his sex drive is a character in the show? It's the hormone monster. (laughs) Uh, That premise is pretty funny, but I just I haven't been able to really get into it. I really didn't watch it very much. Oh, yeah. I watched the whole thing in like three days and I was like, oh, damn. Nice. Very disappointed when nice. I finished. Um, but other than that, it's about uh the main way I've grown up this week. Okay. Guess how much money I've made so far doing um DoorDash and stuff. Well, I know that you made a you got a free pizza. Oh yeah, I did. I felt so bad about that, but I just finished eating that pizza for dinner, so I feel less bad now. But I've made like two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow nice yeah in like not that much amount of time Uh i made uh 35 dollars in less than an hour and a half today um so before we get into our our music segment for today we're doing something slightly different um sam i believe you have a let's get nostalgic for us yes i sure do all right good one let's hear it It is nostalgia. So for this week's uh, Let's Get Nostalgic segment, we we try to cover things that we can't cover or we're not going to cover. So like some more obscure things or we already cover like some of the niche things that we like or niche. I don't even know. I've seen people argue about how to say that, so I'm just going to go with niche. Um, Some of the things that we like that we know don't necessarily appeal to a broader audience, but I kind of feel like this one might, but we can't review it because it was introduced in 2000, and I can't even find when it ended, but I have fond memories of this. So this week, uh, let's get nostalgic subject, is mixed salad shakers. Did you ever have a salad shaker, Ethan? Uh, I is that like where it's like a bag of salad and you put something in it and shake it up? Uh, not same concept. Um, just a little. You're thinking of like so, I'm thinking of like chicken things that you used to do with that. Oh, shake and bake. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Anyway, so salad shakers, it was literally just a salad in a cup at McDonald's and you would get your dressing, you'd pour it in and then you'd shake it up to mix it and eat it out of the cup. This was the first time in my life that I ate a salad willingly. I thought these were (laughs) bomb. It was literally just a garden salad. They had the chef and they had the grilled chicken Caesar. Um. It was only released in the United States and Thailand. The Chef Mixed Salad Shaker contains a green salad mix, julienne ham, julienne turkey, a cheddar and jack cheese blend, chopped eggs, chopped tomato, and green onions. The Chicken Caesar Mixed Salad Shaker is made of a green salad mix, sliced grilled chicken breast, and shredded Parmesan cheese. And the Garden Mix Salad Shaker contains a green salad mix, 
a cheddar and jack cheese blend, chopped eggs, chopped tomato, and green onions. Um, McDonald's doesn't even carry salads anymore. I went there one day and McDonald's. Ordered, yeah, I thought they still did. I ordered them. I'm sure they do. I swear. I I asked. I was like, "Can I get a Caesar salad?" And they're like, "Oh, we don't have that." And I think I mixed them up with Wendy's. And they don't even carry salads. These must not have been a hit. I mean, who's apparently not for salad. But um, you know, I personally thought these were all that in a bag of chips. It's literally just a salad in a cup that I can carry around. I'll take any food that you can just put in a cup and let me carry around. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, I try to look up stuff. Like, there's really not much. It's a salad in a cup. But I thought it was innovative. I thought it was edgy. I loved my mixed salad shakers. That is very interesting. I've never even heard of this thing. All right. I don't know if I will. That doesn't really sound that appealing, so I'm not even sure I'll even look, <laughs> look that up. But I'll take your word for it that it was quite good. All right. Okay, I'm here. All right. So anyway, uh, that was our uh, Let's Get Nostalgic for this week. Um, so instead of music mystery this week, because uh, the movie we are doing today is 8 Mile, which is a semi-autographical look at um, Eminem's career, kind of how he came to be. Did you just say um, autographical? Pornographical? No, <laughs> pretty sure you said autographical. I think I said, maybe I did say semi-autographical. What am I trying to say? Biographical? Auto, autobiographical. <laughs> I can't say the word now. Because he wrote it. Okay. It's an autobiography. Since it's semi about Eminem's life, <laughs> just go with that. <laughs> it is kind of sort of an autobiography about Eminem's life. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, so instead of uh, music mystery, because we would just do Eminem this week, obviously, um, Sam and I have made our list of our top 10 Eminem songs. Um, so for your list, did you stick to strictly songs that, that are under his umbrella or songs that he is also um, featured I didn't in? I try to. So I think I ended up basically, I mean, pretty much I kind of did, but... I wasn't against anything. I, I think I just just missed it because there was just so much I listened to today. Good point. I listened to a ton of his songs while I was working out on Sunday. Okay. So I made my I pretty much made my list then. Okay. Um, and is yours in an actual one through ten order, or do you just have like? Um, I do. Top 10? I did close I enough. Did kind of um, put them in an order, but. It's highly up. It's highly debatable. All right. Um, so you want to go first? Start with your number ten. Sure. All right. Um, I will say I have twenty songs on here. Um, Sweet Jesus, Ethan. I told you it was hard for me. I had to cheat. I'm, <laughs> let me give you twenty through ten as my my uh, honorable honorable mentions. honorable mentions. Twenty. All right. Twenty. Never enough. Nineteen. Like toy soldiers. 18, The Way I Am, 17, Rap God, 16, Superman, 15, Walk on Water, 14, Just Lose It, 13, Ass Like That, 12, No Love, 11, I Split Haley's Song and Mockingbird, because they're Mm. the same um, idea. I liked both of those a lot. 
Okay. Fair enough. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. All right. Um, number 10, When I'm Gone. Hmm. Which one is that? Uh, when I'm Gone, Don't Carry On, or oh. Carry On, Don't Mourn, Rejoice. Shit, that's a good one. I forgot about that one. The sound of my voice. Dang. Oh, I can't believe I didn't put this one in here. Oh, there, there's going to be a bunch of them. Actually, I'm putting that as my number 10. <laughs> uh, so my honorable mention one that I just had at number 10 uh, was Cinderella Man. Okay. I like that song, but upon further listening, I was kind of hit or, hit or miss on whether I even wanted it in my top 10. So I will take it out and I will uh, make when I'm gone also by number 10. All right. All right. Should we play like five seconds of these songs? I thought about it, but between talking and actually going through them, I thought our segment might get a little lengthy. True. Honestly, everyone should just go check these out. I know uh, Eminem is not everyone's cup of tea, but I would That's drink fair. all damn day. I'm a big fan. <laughs> uh, number nine, sing for the moment. Oh, that was another good one. I love that. Um, is that one mashed up with another song? It's it's sampled Dream On. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had that one. I ended up taking it out at the last minute as well. Um, I'll, I, I won't put it into my new top 10, but I do love okay. that song. It's okay. really good. Um, my number nine, I have The Monster you featuring know, Rihanna. I, I didn't have that in on my list. It, I mean, there's so many songs that I like. Yeah. Uh, basically, if if it got any mainstream attention, I do I do like it. But I had the Eminem. I had like all his albums, and the Eminem show mm. and Encore like took over this playlist. Like those, I love those albums. So yeah, hard for me to um, try and fit that one in there. I couldn't tell you what um, album any of these songs are from, just because I just kind of listened to them all together. Oh, if um, I if it if it's from the Eminem show or Encore, I could tell you what track it was. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I loved I loved those albums as a kid. It looks like this one was Curtain Call. That was his greatest hits. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, I just saw yeah. it on on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so my number nine is I'm friends with the monster that's under my bed. Great song. Any really any song with him and Rihanna is a banger. Right. Right. Spoiler. Hmm. <laughs> uh number eight. My band. Uh see, I've never been it was hard for me to put like his funnier songs in my top ten. Like, oh. I appreciate them. But they it was hard for me to try to put them over songs that are like legitimately good. <laughs> But that's so much of Eminem. I know. I don't have His absurd songs like yeah, ask like that and just lose it from encore. Yeah. So yeah. Spoiler oh, alert. So I really awesome. don't have they're so ridiculous. They are, and I I appreciate it, but I don't have any of those comedy songs on my top ten. That's. I would think that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, it was hard for me to place them above like an actual good song. Like I have no love uh, at number eight. Okay. Give me no love. 
Baby, yeah, don't hurt me. That, like literally, I could don't scroll, hurt me. I could flip my list no more. and not be that upset. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. What was your number seven? What was your number eight? No love. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Number seven, my dad's gone crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was a big fan of that one. Oh, sorry. I found it. Here we go. Love the Way You Lie featuring Rihanna. Okay. 2. That, 2. I mean, that also isn't shocking to me. 2.2 billion. That's wild. That's nuts. And then Not Afraid at 1.5 billion a second. Damn. That's insane. Yeah. Um, sorry, what did you say your number seven was? Um, my dad's gone crazy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I never cared for that song all that much. I, I'm telling you, I love the whole album. I think my daddy gone crazy. I think my dad's gone crazy. <laughs> um, all right, Sam, you can't judge me for this next one. God damn it. What number is- six is White America. Oh, I won't judge you at all. I could. I, I just built. <laughs> I could have. I purposefully put that. it like number six because I can't. I can't be like number one is my favorite. White America. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about so you like white America? What about white America? Do you like just? Um, I just think it's badass. Yeah. Do you like Mosh? He has a song called Mosh. Uh huh. It's on Encore. It's like the same vein as White America. Uh, yeah, it's not as catchy. Totally fair. Yeah, I think White America is just like one of the first songs of his that I had, so I would listen uh, to it like before basketball games, like all the time. Okay. Um, that was number seven. Uh, that was number six. J.K. That was number seven. Okay, I, think I said it wrong the first time. Okay. You know what? I think my, my list is about to get a little controversial with myself. Okay. Um, number six, I have cleaning out my closet. That was uh, another one that I had in my like top 15 or 20 that I got at the last minute. Um, when I was in fourth grade, I used to, I, like, I've loved music my entire life. And I would write down lyrics and songs so I wouldn't forget them. I wrote down <laughs> lyrics to this song. And my oh, grandmother no. found the journal in my room and thought, holy shit, Sam, that Sam is a sociopath. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I also in there had the lyrics. That's amazing. Um, the lyrics to Bye 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 by NSYNC, which the song is harmless, but the lyrics are uh, rather aggressive if you read those right next to Cleaning Out My Closet. So my grandma probably did think that I was a serial killer in the making. Oh geez, yes. Isn't clean out the closet one? We like talks about killing his mom, um, about how she is a useless pill popping drug addict. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, mama. Sam wrote all about. Never it. meant to hurt you. Yeah, that is a good song. Yeah. What's your number six? Uh, number six, I have "Love the Way You Lie." Okay. And Rihanna. Hell yeah. That line in there where he's like. There's two of them right at the end of like each verse. The one he says, see, we watch you leave out the window. I guess that's why they call it window pane. Uh-huh. Like, oh, that's a good one. And then the, the other, the end of the next verse, he's like, 
He says, like, he ends up saying something fucking weird. Like, he's going to tire to the bed and set the house on fire or yeah, something. Yeah, did you see, um, the, is it Gen Z? They tried to get Eminem canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they heard that lyric. And all the, all of us old folk, I saw a lot of people, like, <laughs> don't want to go back and listen to his first albums. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, that, that song is awesome. I'm a big fan. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, number five for me. Top five. So I cheated. I cheated big time because all three of Damn these, it, Sam. I had to. You always cheat on these lists, I swear. This one, but this list didn't hold a lot of weight. We're not scoring anything. <laughs> I, I felt okay doing it. So right. it's like I paired Haley's song and Mockingbird. I paired yeah. because all of these kind of fall together for me. So number five, I have Lose Yourself, Till I Collapse, and Cinderella Man. They're all on my every workout list that, that I do. These three are always immediately added. So are those your five, four, and three, or are those all tied for fifth? They're all number five. <laughs> Good Lord. That's not even, you didn't even cheat right. <laughs> <laughs> it's five A, B, and C. Oh my God. Okay, sorry. What was it? Lose Yourself, Till I Collapse, uh-huh. and Cinderella Man? Yeah. Those are good workout I love songs. Three. Yeah. They're, they're pretty awesome. Cinderella Man, I took... Uh, it was my number 10. I just took it off. But I've got the other two coming up still, too. So... Uh-huh. Another way. Um, at number five, I have Not Afraid. Okay. I You know, I didn't put that on my list. Afraid. It got played on the... It was huge when it came out. It got played on Everybody. the... Everybody! And I just kind of got walk this road together to stop. I love it. It's it's a banger. Oh, I agree. I just like it just kind of got played too much for me. If you feel like go back down the same road. All right. Hit us with your number, whatever number you're on now. Four. <laughs> number love four. the way you lie. No more cheating from here on out. Love the All way right. you lie is my number four. Ah, so good. It is. It is. Have you heard? Have you heard the? I'm sure you have, but the "Love the Way You Lie" part two. Yep. Yep. It's like Rihanna's feature one. That was actually really good too. It is. It is. Have you heard the original demo with Skylar Gray? She's the one who wrote it. Oh no. Yep. She wrote the. She wrote it and performed it just like on her uh, keyboard. Let me see. Whoa. That's pretty cool though. Okay, that was your number four. Yeah. All right, uh, number four, I have Till I Collapse. Okay, that song's bomb. That is a great song to work out to. Yes, it is. I feel like I have like the entire world on my shoulder, on my <laughs> shoulders when I listen oh, to that yeah. song. Till the roof comes off, till the lights go out, I lay it out. So good. Um, all right, number three. Okay, I these I just think these are the most iconic Eminem songs. Number three, Stan. Hey, that's my number three also. Hell yeah, this song is awesome. It's so good. And I love like I love that people say this term not and not like actually acknowledging where it came from. Yeah, like, it, it took like I 15 years. Saying, like, I stand Rihanna, I love her. I stand Lady Gaga. It's like, but do you is that, <laughs> is that a good thing? It took like 15 years for that to catch on, but it did. Yeah, I don't think it was meant to, though. No, probably not. 
Um, I always get disappointed when I hear the actual song. This is a perfect example of a song that I heard the, the later version first. Uh-huh. So then when I hear the original version, I'm like, this sucks. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not a bad song at all, but I keep waiting for Eminem to come in when I hear like the original sta- uh, Dido song. I was like, flag. what the heck? It, whatever it is, yeah. That's what it is, yeah. All right. Back. All right. Ready for my number? Oh, you're number two, because my number three was also staying. Number two. The real Slim Shady. Ah, excellent choice. Excellent choice. I didn't go anything that old, I don't think. For those first couple albums. I didn't listen to all that much. Oh my god. I got but, into Eminem like after Eight Mile. What formed your morals and beliefs as a child? Lint <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Lint> biscuit. <laughs> okay, so much better. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, same premise of like an angry lower class white man. <laughs> same <laughs> ideas, just different. Uh, right. Different styles. Different takes bit. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Toy Soldiers. It's, it's a great song. When it's I so good. To it today, though, I just wasn't into it as much as I thought I was. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I it, I was kind of disappointed in myself because I, I started with it pretty high on my list. And then as I listened, it just kind of kept falling down. Hmm. I just listened to it on Sunday again. And it's great. I love the <laughs> snare drum. Him rapping to just a just a, basically a snare drum. I yeah. That's what that is. Yep. That, it's ama- It's so good. I yeah. I, I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not gonna disagree with anything. Um, these lists. That's a, that's one of the songs that I'll I'll post lyrics from it from time to time. Like, put the or uh, dang it. What did I? T- I tweeted it one time when I was in college in track. Um, it's like I'm supposed to be the soldier that never blows his composure. I think is what I posted. Uh-huh. I was feeling it. I was feeling angsty. I'd rather choose some <laughs> Eminem lyrics like, um. Um, you know, I actually had a lyric I was gonna say, and I decided I wouldn't say it. <laughs> um, adults that I look that I look highly or that I think highly of, listen yeah. to podcasts, so <laughs> I will not say them. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ethan, what is your number okay, yeah. one? Uh, my number so- number number one is lose yourself. Okay, I figured that's what you'd be putting. I did not that want is- to let um, recency bias have me place lose yourself um my number one without a doubt is without me love this so song. empty without me this i thought about yeah. this at karaoke <laughs> i like that song but it's just like it's it's kind of jokey a little bit and i don't know just, those songs just don't quite land as well for me i could almost make like a top Ethan, of, like, that is Eminem. Songs. That is literally the core of Eminem. I know, and I I like it and appreciate it. It just isn't like I like his more serious stuff more. Lame. Lame. It's like if you made a top 10 list of like wrestling promos. You would have like five or six <laughs> like really good serious ones, and then you'd have the one where the rocks just making fun of everybody. And then you it's like, how do you place me. that? You can't see me. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that might be my favorite promo of all time. So that might be a bad example, but uh, no, that's fair. All right. 
I enjoy doing that because obviously, like Eminem is someone that always pops up for I, music mystery. But like, there's nothing, there's no clue I could give you that wouldn't like immediately give it away. Mm, like, probably, yeah. Say, this white guy, he's it is, <laughs> he's a white guy. <laughs> he is from the north. <laughs> Candy, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't even know. He actually also split time. Um, they moved around a lot. He lived in Kansas City for a while. Okay. Yeah, he's lived in like Kansas City, St. Louis, and uh, Detroit. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, shall we? Yeah, so let's take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we will get into our coverage of 8 Mile. All right. So let's kick off coverage with our summary of 8 Mile. The people of Detroit know 8 Mile as the city limit, a border, a boundary. It is also a psychological dividing line that separates Jimmy Smith from where from where and who he wants to be, a provocative fictional examination of a critical week in Jimmy's life. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. It is interesting way to describe the movie, but yeah, yeah. Um, but this thing, this eight mile line is a very real thing that like a lot of cities like used to do slash still kind of do oh oh absolutely still do redlining is a big problem um is is that like the same thing as gerrymandering i am not sure what does redlining mean you basically just like when they made cities they separated they made the the poor areas where all the minorities were and Mm. then they just kind of kept it like that okay yeah, so I I don't know exactly how redlining works, but like gerrymandering is like it, they'll change or like they'll decide like what area. How do I describe it? Like if they they want to keep like for like like a county, they'll like draw these like county lines like around like all the poor areas to keep like all the rich white people in one section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, then they pass things to benefit the rich white parts of the city and then just abandon the poor one, the areas of minorities. Um, um, so I, I just, I Googled redlining and it says the best known examples of redlining have involved denial of financial services such as banking or insurance or other services such as healthcare, blah, 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 because um, someone lives in an area deemed to be a poor financial risk. Oh yeah, but it they, it goes together. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so this movie kind of starts out with uh, so Eminem plays a character named Jimmy Smith Jr., which is just the most basic white dude name of uh-huh. all time. Uh huh. Um, and he goes by the nickname B Rabbit. Um, and one thing I remember specifically as a kid when this movie came out in like two thousand two. Um, so everybody in this movie, all the characters have like cool nicknames. Uh-huh. And so like we adopted like this kind of nicknaming scheme and gave everybody nicknames for a little while. You know, maybe that's how my friend got the nickname Moose. Is that from Eight Mile? He became Moose? Maybe. I don't you know, his parents have always asked us how he got the nickname. And we've <laughs> always been like, I don't I don't know. It just kind of happened. I think 
we all gave ourselves nicknames and this was the only one that made it past fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, none of them really stuck too much. Um, I don't remember if, because I started calling my friend Austin Shovik Wee Man for a while. <laughs> for, for a long time. But it was I think it's because he was short and he looked like Wee Man from Jackass. <laughs> But it may have also been because of this movie. So we were E-Man and We-Man for a long oh, time. I like that. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the, the one I do remember is a uh, guy named Brandon. We called him, uh, what was it, like, Uh-Oh Oreos or something? Because he was white on the outside, but black on the inside. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm good old racial sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, we called him, I think we called him white chocolate or uh-oh Oreos, some combinations of of those nicknames, which, yeah, yeah. in hindsight, you know, 20, 20 years later, not not so ideal, but. Yeah, maybe not the best nickname, <laughs> but as eight-year-olds, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so this, this movie starts out with uh, Eminem uh, at the very first rap battle. Uh-huh. Um, and he he um, grows up spaghetti. yeah <laughs> he throws up in the bathroom um and ends up with his mom's spaghetti on his sweater already um and so he has to like go change in the alley because he's also been kicked out of his house by his old girlfriend yeah uh, what is her name isn't it like taryn manning or something the act- is that the actress or the the actress character? uh her character, yeah, it's Taryn Manning. Oh, Taryn Manning is Janine. Janine. Yeah. Janine is a huge bitch in this movie. Yeah. She just so like uh, Brittany Murphy's character. You know, I thought about that. We'll get into it when we get when we get to that. I have a I have a thing about okay. Brittany Murphy's character in this movie um so anyway so it's the movie starts out with him throwing up on himself in the bathroom just to change clothes and so you really just see him like he's just a a loser like he's homeless his girlfriend took the car Mm -hmm. he goes up on the rap battle and freezes doesn't say a word and just hands the mic back to Mackay pfeiffer um just gets booed off stage gets booed out of the building no one uh the bouncer won't even like let him back in when he went to the bathroom yep he's gonna like kick him out so I mean, he's just a total loser. Like nothing's going right for him. He's pretty much rock bottom. Um, and he's just like kind of at his lowest moment. So he goes home uh, to his mom's house. And doesn't he, like when he first goes home, doesn't he walk in and Greg's banging his mom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy that, yeah, he goes to his mom's house to crash there. Cause he doesn't, he got kicked out of his house. And as soon as he walks in, he walks in on his old, classmate from high school or something whose name is greg uh banging his mom in their yep. trailer um so yeah that's kind of how we start the scene so uh so sam how did you uh going back and watching this movie for the first time in a while what were kind of some of your first thoughts about eight Mile? oh it actually hasn't been that long since i watched this hmm. so i basically knew everything that was going down nice yeah but still um as a kid i was mortified watching this with my dad he made me look a, a lot a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's like what like three sex scenes in this movie 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Mom and Greg. Yep. And then Brittany Murphy and Eminem, and then Brittany Murphy and the 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 friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'll I'll go ahead and, and say my thing about Brittany Murphy. So, and, and kind of explain how I got there. So, Eminem is working at a a car what like a car factory. Yeah. 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 Um, so he starts working at a car factory, trying to make some money, and he's always showing up late and getting in trouble. And he asks for extra shifts, and the guy's like, "Bro, you never even show up on time." Yeah, like you're always late, screwing around. So no, I'm not giving you any extra shifts. Um, and Brittany Murphy shows up just out of just for no reason. I guess her brother also works at this car factory, yeah. but she's just kind of hanging around for like like 20 minutes in this movie. She just kind of like keeps showing up places for no reason. Yeah. Um, I never got a good idea of like why she was around all the time. I guess they just have similar groups of friends because they're from the same area. Yeah. But she was literally like everywhere. Like she was at the car factory. And then when they were out driving around, she was like in like that parking lot. Yep. And then like when they went dancing, she was in the club. And then she was at the car factory again. And then she was at the music studio. Like she just never leaves this freaking area. And, you know, watching it, I, like, what I remembered was that she was, like, his girlfriend. But then watching it, I think that she's in the movie simply to, like, just add on to the pile of shit in his, on his life. And, like, all she, she was only around him because she was trying to hang around that group to move herself up and get to New York. Because she's yeah. talking about that a lot. Like, I think that was her only goal. And she just used whoever she needed to. I agree, actually. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't think, like, yeah, from what I remember, like, she definitely, like, cheated on Eminem with his friend. But they were not actually together. Right. Really. They'd only known each other for, like, three days by this point. Right. Which, I mean, you can say what you want about someone sleeping with two separate people within a three-day span. Like, whether that's good or bad. But, yeah, and they're like friends slash rivals but if we would switch roles and this was the the main guy character had slept with two different girls in two days would we say anything about him no i mean one of the two of the characters hooked up with the same girl at the same party at one point oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> right i mean that's kind of gross but <laughs> um but yeah it's like i don't really think that she's that bad of a character in this movie actually i think she's and she tells him like she's like i'm moving to new york like pretty soon Mm -hmm. so it was really jimmy was kind of throwing a fit about it because it hurt his feelings more than she did anything like incredibly wrong yeah um but yeah so he has this relationship with Brittany murphy and there um i was listening to a podcast about this movie (laughs) they're uh the podcast talking about the sex scene between him and Brittany murphy is really funny because they're like it's pretty incredible that just they were talking about how eminem really didn't try to make himself look great in this movie like (laughs) right (laughs) the whole movie he's kind of just a piece of shit and gets dumped on the whole time and i mean he has like his comeuppance at the very end where he wins the rap battles yep and that's like but like it's yeah it's not like he makes it big in this movie like he just goes back to work at the car factory after that immediately after yeah so it's not like he gets saved by dr dre or you know makes a big change like his life's still kind of shit but he's just kind of found the inspiration to 
go back to work and keep working on his album you know like it's uh-huh. kind of inspiring but um but yeah so they're saying like it's pretty crazy that Eminem like didn't go out of his way to make himself look great in this movie or like uh make his life look any more interesting than it really was it was, <laughs> it's, his actual life is so interesting yeah yeah like it's got plenty of crazy shit but yeah no kidding um and then they're like and to put yourself in a sex scene in a movie about your life and make it so uninspired like so bad (laughs) and so awkward like that's a ballsy move yeah because the whole scene's only like 30 seconds Uh (laughs) uh-huh like in a car factory like up against the wall like it is not like real romantic or great or he's not like trying to you know dramatize his sexual prowess (laughs) it's just like yes this quick hookup in a car factory which I'm pretty sure I saw someone like walking through the background of the scene at one point. I know. Jenny and I were like, wait, this, like, what? Yeah, they're just like, and this is like five minutes after his boss is like, you need to quit showing up late and screwing around. Yeah. And then he immediately leaves work and goes and bangs Brittany Murphy. Yes. Like on his <laughs> in, in the car factory. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So, what did you think of the rap battles? I thought they were cool. I always thought they were so cool. Uh, I think they're freaking uh, incredible. And my friends and I kind of tried to like emulate rap battles at one point. I never really did. I cannot think of anything that quickly at all. Like, well, right. Remotely. I can really just speak normal English that fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they were definitely never good. But we did try at one point. Um, we also tried, do you remember... Um, Oh, what was the breakdancing movie that came out around that time? Like mid two early mid two thousands. Yeah. You just mad because night you suckers got served. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, we definitely also tried to emulate being a, a dance group. Oh hell those yes. movies. Yeah. Is there video, turned, is there video proof of this? I don't think so. I do remember for sure uh trying to spit on my head. Um <laughs> uh, and I tried it for so long that I got really sick and started throwing up for the whole night. <laughs> And that ended my uh, my hip hop dance career. Oh yes, I'm so disappointed. There's not video evidence of this. I know that was before like phones had cameras and stuff. Right, like, we would have had to like you know get, what? Like, parents, and thank like, God. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, imagine a video of me being like, "Oh, my friend's called White Chocolate because he's actually black." Like, I would get canceled so fast. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I think the rap battles are fantastic. Um, I forgot in this movie how intense. Um, oh, dang it, dang it, dang it. What's the character's name? Uh, Clarence. Uh, Papa Doc, yeah. Anthony Mackie? Just, yeah, Anthony Mackie. Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> how the times have changed. Right. That's nuts, though, that it took him, like, 19 years to like finally become like the main star of something after this yeah uh, but i forgot just how intense his character is throughout this whole movie like mm-hmm. he pulls a gun on someone and like for like no reason they just out in the parking lot and he pulls a gun on him he points the gun at eminem's head at one point and says he's like i could just like kill you right here and no right care. now yeah yeah and like the one scene that he does actually rap was also pretty intense so uh-huh I was a little, I forgot kind of about that. 
Um, but this movie features a lot of uh, little, like, rappers will show up as, like, random characters. Yep. Like, Exhibit is yeah, in here I for like, a bit. Yep, yep. Um, Obi Trice plays a, one of the rappers in a parking lot. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Um, Proof. Uh, yep. Plays Lil Tick. His actual best friend. Oh, yeah. Who's the one that died? Is that Proof? That's Proof is the one that's dead? Yep. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Didn't he get shot at a party? Yeah, he's the um, person and that inspired like soldiers. soldiers. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So there's this movie features some some uh, some famous rappers, kind of in different scenes throughout. Um. Oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, Brittany Murphy, um, is a an honorary member of Ethan Thurston for Kirsten Hour. Oh, Ethan. I think she's adorable. I need the fifth. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> She's cute. I have no further comments. Are you not allowed to join Ethan's Thurston for Kirsten Hour now? Oh, oh no, I'm allowed. I just will not be. <laughs> All right. All right. I understand. Um... Oh, oh, so a couple of the scenes, I, I can't look at my notes because they're on my phone and I'm recording on my phone now. I'm going to just kind of go off my memory. Um, uh, the scenes that I kind of mentioned last week where he's like on the bus driving around and writing about the songs. Uh-huh. I love those scenes. You just kind of getting to see him. It, I, I remember them being longer. There's only They're only in this movie for like a minute. It's not really yep. long. Um, but just seeing him kind of like putting the songs together with like the beat and the playing in the background and then he gets like a couple words. He's like, you only get one shot. I know. Opportunity. Lifetime. Oh, man. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, those are great. I, I love those scenes a lot. Um, oh, there's also some scenes in this movie that I completely forgot about. Um, like when they go and burn down the, that child molester's house. Oh, yeah. That was fascinating because the podcast I listened to talked about how this movie had like it was kind of like making a lot of statements about like the shape that Detroit's in and how uh-huh. like the city's just kind of abandoned and like they talked about like the the eight mile dividing line like on yes. one side is the the shit neighborhood that's just been left alone um so that was like kind of their way of like getting back at the people who've like embarrassed that area or, uh not embarrassed abandoned that area yeah um they were like you know if this shitty damn house wasn't here like that child molester wouldn't have had anywhere to take that kid so they're like let's just go burn that damn house down and burn yep. it down i thought that was really cool yep um and there's one character who i forgot was in this movie at all um i think d'angelo wilson plays dj is um he's the bigger guy's brother oh yeah it's part of their crew. Yeah. I think his his character is probably one that like you could have left out of the movie, but because he's in though. there, I loved it on this watch through because he's pretty much like 
the just the more political voice kind of like giving more weight and meaning to everything around uh-huh. him. And he's like, you know, all these politicians making all these rules, and they don't even live in the hood, like just saying all this stuff. Like he constantly like has these little he chimes in about this like the political background. I know, and, and I just, found myself going, "You're goddamn right." Yeah, like <laughs> why does no one listen to DJ? Is because the whole movie, everyone's just like, "Shut the hell up!" Like we ain't got yeah. time for that. Um, but yeah, I thought his character was very insightful and very fascinating on on this watch through. Like they definitely could have just not had him, and it like it would have been fine. But having that political background and uh, I, I thought it was great. <laughs> when uh, when he's with that girl at the party, and he's just like, he oh, what does he say? Like when she's going home with the two guys, respect yourself, like, sister. Respect yourself, sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And like both um, his brother and future are talking to that one girl, and he's like, "That's what I'm talking about. If we're not going to respect our sisters, who will?" And they're like, Shut "Yeah." <laughs> That's pretty much the only thing they do to him the whole movie. Just everything yeah. he says, like, shut the hell up. And I bet Kid Meals is like, yeah, you lame ass. Yeah, you nerd. <laughs> um, okay, so what kind of high stakes bingo is Eminem's mom playing where she wins $3,200? Oh, I didn't think that was crazy. $3,200 in 2002? But that's like yeah. five grand now. Do people win five grand playing bingo? Uh, I bet so, honestly. Hmm. In the the ghetto of Detroit, Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah but they I, they're probably all getting a hustle. Jeez, I thought that seemed like like in the grand scheme of things, that is not a lot of money. It just seems like a lot to win in a bingo tournament. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I kind of thought the same thing but then i was also like we're talking but like i didn't think that hard about it because even as a kid i was probably mm. like holy shit like she's rich yeah it definitely and they make it seem like she's way richer than than how much money they have actually like just received like uh-huh. she buys groceries and she pays off the rent so they don't get evicted and like really she's not gonna have that much money left over and it's gonna be gone here pretty soon and they're gonna be right back where they started uh-huh um, but they don't end on that note. They end on a positive note. They have pancakes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, yeah, so the movie ends with him. Uh, he's, he goes to the, he goes back to the, the shelter is where they do the rap battles um, to kind of, kind of redeem himself and go up against the rival gang. Um, yep. And his first couple raps against uh, the free world members uh, are really good um and you actually get like a back and forth because he goes second in both of them yeah um which is good i i enjoyed hearing uh the back and forth because i knew how the third one was gonna go uh-huh. um and i forgot how like how they were kind of close like uh he says like the leave it to beaver line almost killed me on one yep know. yep um, yeah, they were really fascinating. And then the third one, the last one, against oh, Anthony Mackey. Oh my God, this man's a genius. Oh, so good. Um, that's why you you never let B Rabbit go first in a rap battle. Should <laughs> <laughs> know it's like it's like uh, playing against MJ with the flu, or uh, Ash Ketchum turning his hat around backwards. Like you know you're in for an ass whooping <laughs> once those things happen. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh yeah. yeah, I 
I thought like, oh my God, that was so good. I remember seeing that in theaters, just like freaking mind blown. Yes. Like Jesus Christ. But yeah, and so he just shuts out Anthony Mackie. Pretty much just goes and raps about. He's like, yeah, I do live in a trailer. I am a piece of shit. I do have a dumbass friend who shot himself in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, you did fuck my girl. <laughs> I'm he's still like, up here yelling fuck He's like, yeah, future's an Uncle Tom. And he, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> my friend is an Uncle Tom. Yeah, like, he just goes off on himself. It's so good. It's so inspiring. Uh-huh. I know something about you. Your real name's Clarence. <laughs> I think it's hysterical that like his digs on Clarence is that like he's not ghetto enough. Uh-huh. Like and Clarence lives at home with both good marriage. Yeah. Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. Yeah. And this is another one where I was like, yeah, you suck, Clarence. <laughs> yeah. He goes to Cranbrook. That's a private school. <laughs> yeah. I always like I I saw a meme that had that and it was like uh like eight-year-old me and it had that and i was like yeah clarence sucks <laughs> yeah. yeah i i find it hysterical that they're all like oh like going off because he says his name's like clarence and he has two parents i'm like that's that's so wild that that's a dig i know oh man um all right so you got anything else to say about eight mile nope um, there's some did you know stuff did you know that Eminem uh, dyed his hair brown for this movie so that people didn't think he was playing like that slim shady character huh that's interesting so his, because that is his natural hair color correct yeah so like in the movie I was like oh my god Eminem doesn't actually have blonde hair and, <laughs> right but then like in, on his albums he still did and then, like, when he kind of made his comeback, he didn't have his hair dyed blonde anymore. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, he was also writing his third album while filming this movie. Okay. So he was, like, he was working, like, 18-hour days or something. Whew. And um, he became addicted to uh, something, sleep pills uh. or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, yeah, uh, he developed remember. insomnia. Yeah, yeah, he developed insomnia. So I think he became addicted to like sleeping pills and some other stuff during like and after the filming of this movie because yep. he was doing the movie and writing the album all at the same time. Um, Lose Yourself won. Where did it win? It won. Uh... A Grammy, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. Deserving. Won a well deserving. Grammy Award for Best Rap Song, Best Male Rap Performance. Um, I want to say it won something else, too. Oh, um, oh, Academy Award. That's what I was trying to find. He uh, won an Academy Award for Best Original Song. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Which, I mean... I don't really know how anything could have really competed with that in 2002, you know? No kidding. I, like, I don't even know what... Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Like, normally what wins... Um... <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so bad. Like, it's, so, it's just so much better than other songs. Like, 
you'll be in my heart from Tarzan, which is a banger to be fair. But like, those are not even like the same level of song, you know? No. Uh, Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Can You Feel the Love Tonight from Lion King. Those all won Best Original Song. Also just Disney. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp from Hustle and Flow. Oh, hell yeah. Hard out here for a pimp. When you're trying to get money for for the rent. Shit, let's do that next week. (laughs) Shoot, we might have to. Whoop that trick. Whoop that (laughs) trick. Yeah, so I mean, it really wasn't fair to even have that included. Like, oh, the Wild Thornberries movie had a song called Father and Daughter that was also nominated in 2002. Like, come on, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to do shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Overall, reviewed really well. I think it has like a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything in the 70s. I saw that. Yeah, 75%. And it made uh, $242 million at the box office. That was a box office Mm. success. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention. Um, well, we kind of talked about it, but um, Brittany Murph. Uh, so he goes to the recording studio at one point to like yeah. meet people, and Brittany Murphy, who he's been dating for all of one day, is like yeah. getting plowed by his best friend, who also kind of turns on him. Right, but then, like, yeah, he's, but it's he's also kind of like using him as well. Yeah, he's also Eminem's also kind of a dick to that guy too. So. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. It is, yeah. And then, yeah, at the end of the movie, Brittany Murphy's like, all right, I'm going to New York. See ya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But okay, you got anything else to say about 8 Mile? No, no. Covered everything I was thinking. All right, cool. I think that's all I got as well. Um, Probably no no surprises here, but Sam, is uh, is 8 Mile all that in a bag of chips? Yeah, yeah. It was longer than I was thinking. Um, I didn't feel like it dragged on though and like at one point I was like oh wow there's a lot of the movie left but then at that point it just kind of picked up and like I was locked in I had no complaints about it it's definitely not for everyone there's a lot of cussing I remember being like oh my god my dad is not gonna let me watch this there's so (laughs) much swearing in it um uh a lot of swearing a lot of uh, toxic family relationships. It's definitely not for everyone, but I liked it. I liked it, but I'm a huge Eminem fan, so I don't know if I I don't know if there's an avenue where I don't like this movie. Nice. Um, I freaking loved this movie. Like uh, t- ten out of ten. I think it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is freaking awesome. Um. I'm trying to think of all the stuff we've covered so far for season three. Because oh, I'm I like, can't remember Pootie Tang is the best thing we've covered. Oh god. Um let's see. We've got like Austin Powers, iCarly, Nacho Libre, Batman and Robin. Uh I think this is probably my favorite thing we've covered so far. I liked Austin Powers a lot too, but um i think it's my favorite thing um so far in the season i thought it was freaking great and possibly like top five things we've ever covered i thought it was that good oh okay yeah i i loved it i loved everything about it start to finish that was great it is a little bit long 
Uh-huh. Um, but like, I don't know. The only things that I could think that they like could have cut out would have been like burning down the that yep. house. Yep. I kind of thought like the same. that was kind of like the point that he was trying to like talk about like how shitty Detroit is and kind right. of bring that to attention. So it would have really hurt the movie. They would have got rid of it. So I'm good with the almost two hours. Agreed. All right, so Sam, announce to the good people what we are going to be watching next week. Next week, we will be covering... Hustle and Flow, our track, our our sprint coach's favorite movie. One of them. Is it it really? Uh Uh-huh. I remember freshman year, he had a bunch of movies we could watch. And this was one of them, one of the DVDs he had with him. I was impressed. Oh, my God. Yep. (laughs) oh that's wild yeah all right yeah hustle and flow man i had this on dvd at one point um because i remember watching it on like a portable dvd player in a park at a basketball tournament one time interesting yeah very oddly specific time to remember watching that but um i've seen this probably five or six times in my childhood yeah i I I watched it a lot as a kid this was like teenage years we were like 13 when this came out Oh, yeah, yeah. This, I watched this one way more than I watched Eight Mile. This is probably more like my Eight Mile. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'm really excited. This movie's pretty wild. I have a couple good memories of it. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly this. Can't have a song called <laughs> It's something like Beat That Bitch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that is what he says. <laughs> Makes me laugh out loud every time, but oh man. Um, so I'm excited. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. I've seen Eight Mile like several times over the last few years. I probably haven't seen this in 10 years. So okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah. I'm excited to go back and uh give it a watch. Yeah. All right. Um, so Sam, you got anything else before we get out of here? Nope. All right. Take us away. We will smell you later. Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Abumafoo, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo, Toy Story, Joe Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that tickle me Elmo. Mario Land Before Time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman Baby Bottle Pop, Shrek and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan, Space Jam, The Rock, Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon! Beetleborgs, Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston, Hit Clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise. Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice. Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Milanaka Show, reading Rainbow Barney and collecting every pog. All toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powdered Gum, Goosebumps, Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs>